Pepsi is trying to get people to mix the soft drink with milk and use the hashtag Pilk and Cookies. Gonna be honest, this seemed pretty gross to me, but now that I mention it, it doesn't actually sound all that bad. Sort of like a melted root beer float. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ben Leonard. The Biden administration is preparing to wind down the emergency declaration for MPOX, signaling that officials think they've gotten the outbreak under control. The move is seen as a test run for the administration's eventual ending of the COVID-19 public health emergency. The House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis found that a number of financial tech companies left the PPP program vulnerable to fraud by failing to thoroughly vet applications. It sheds new light on how fraud became widespread in federal COVID-19 relief programs. And Elon Musk announced on Wednesday that Neuralink, the company he believes holds the promise of using implantable technology to enhance the brain and cure a range of ailments, is asking the FDA to launch a human clinical trial. Ruth Reader has been covering Musk, who co-founded Neuralink. All right. Hey, Ruth. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for coming on today. No problem. I'm excited to talk about Elon Musk. Yeah, so on on Musk, you know, the announcement Wednesday night, vintage Musk, the big flashy announcement, ambitious goals, a lot of talk and chatter about it. But it does seem that Neuralink's technology of these sort of implantable devices in the brain does have big implications for people with mobility issues, such as people with spinal cord issues or Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, can you walk me through a little bit of how how these things work? What's the science there? Essentially, these technologies read signals transmitted by the brain, and they take that information, and then they turn them into action. So like, basically reading your brain to find out what it is you want to do, what action do you want to take, um, and then transmitting that to another device, whether that's like a prosthetic arm, for example, or in the case of Musk, he predominantly wants to transmit this to computers so that you can navigate the web or text a friend. So I know you're watching the event Wednesday night. What was that like? Can you tell me a little bit more about it? So it's really interesting. Musk did, as you said, his usual, you know, pomp and circumstance. And, you know, the funny thing about it is that while he did walk us through a lot of, you know, big promises, he sort of talked about the company has now submitted uh, documentation to the FDA for approval to get them started on a feasibility study. We'll see what happens there. I mean, just submitting documentation is not in and of itself a guarantee of really anything. So we have no idea what's going to happen and if and whether or not Musk is actually going to to bring a human trial to bear. But, you know, he's now saying that this will happen next year. Very much we'll see. And so it's funny because in a lot of ways, this was sort of a nothing burger of an announcement. But he did talk a lot about sort of his goals, what he wants to do. This is not just really about brain implants. He also talked about spinal implants. He talked about implants that could, you know, return vision for some people who are blind. So he has greater ambitions. What was really interesting on that note is that, you know, Musk's whole spiel on Neuralink prior to this announcement had really been focused on kind of enhanced human brains, right? It, it, you know, he he very much has talked a lot in the past about sort of like super brains, like enhancing human capabilities, which now 
he's much more sort of focused on like the medical application. So very much like signaling to the FDA that I'm serious about this as a medical technology, right? And also potentially signaling to outside talent, hey, come work for me, right? So that was sort of an interesting bit of this. We'll be right back. What sort of data do we have on this and how well it might work? So from a Musk perspective, from a Neuralink perspective, we really don't know much about his technology. We've only seen the demos that he's live streamed, right? Last year, he did a monkey playing Pong with just his brain. <laughs> but that's not real information, right? That That's sort of like more of this show than tell in a lot of ways. But, you know, what we do know is that this is a field of study that long predates Musk. Researchers have been working on brain-computer interfaces and honestly just, you know, brain technology that can help correct paralysis and vision impairment for a really, really long time. And there are other companies that are also working on this. And so I think it's really helpful to actually look at the broader field of study. For example, there is a company called Synchron that has developed a brain implant called the Stentrode, which is their brain-computer interface, very similar to what Musk is trying to do. And they actually do have an FDA, basically the FDA has greenlit their first feasibility study in the U.S. And so they are in the process of ramping up a human trial for six patients in the U.S. So that says to me, at least, that this technology actually maybe is beginning to meet a threshold where it is possible. Now, this is just a feasibility study, right? So this is just the first leg. Um, they will then have to go on to do other studies to prove that the technology really does work long term. And then the FDA will ultimately have to allow it to go to market. And that's going to take years, right? So this is not, you know, Musk says he's going to implant the first person next year. But the reality is that this technology still has quite a ways to go before we're really going to see it out there in the world. Hmm. The FDA has already issued guidance for companies that want to bring a BCI to market for paralysis. So, you know, there's a framework out there that companies should follow if they want approval. And as I said, there's already a company that is going through the initial steps of that. So quite frankly, you know, there are some people who say that this is like a long way off. And it could very well be, but at the very least, we are seeing some, or at least one company, go through that initial process. So Musk is obviously a polarizing figure, and we've seen a lot of these tech companies make big claims that haven't really come to fruition. How skeptical should we be of this effort? I think there's two ways to look at it. You've got to really separate, in some ways, Elon Musk from this technology, because I think this technology does have the potential to really help people with paralysis, you know, live more enriching lives. Elon Musk is really good at being a hype man for technology. And I can't possibly know what's going to happen with Neuralink if, this if he will bring this technology to bear or, you know, where it really is in the process of being developed. But I do know that Elon Musk is really good at bringing attention to, and therefore money to, this kind of research and development. And that sort of bodes well for the industry overall and the development of this technology overall. So 
to me, Neuralink is sort of besides the point. It's like really flashy, but more importantly, just having Musk behind this technology and hyping it up could actually bring a lot of innovation to the industry, and mm. that ultimately could be good. Well, thanks so much for talking. Thanks so much, Ben. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Reese and Brooke Hayes are our producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Ben Leonard. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.